we had that depth because you know when I when I heard Chuck D, you know I was a Run DMC fan to the to, to death, but when I heard Chuck and the NWA came, oh man, it, it opened my eyes and, and and the wisdom of what can be done in this rap game. Talk Radio. We have a very special guest today. Our guest, a longtime member of the South Park Coalition, Murder One, has been putting it down in the city of Houston for over the last 20 years. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Murder One. What's up, Murder yo, One? Yo. Yeah, what's up, fam? I don't, I don't want to uh, uh, pull my car, but it was over 30 years, over 30 plus. <laughs> Over 30 years, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, you're one of the originals, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm one of of, of the ones that helped put the first brick down. (laughs) There you go, there you go. So where'd you grow up at? Man, straight out of South Park, you know, uh, I'm in the gutter of South Park, I'm right in the heart of it. If you come through me, you got to come through me to go to the other side, you got to go to the other side, you have to come through me both ways, I'm in the middle of South Park. Now, how old were you when you started rapping? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, really, you know, it, it, it's so funny you say that because I was actually rapping Run DMC and Sugar Hill type of stuff, and someone put me in a group. They they, had, they come to me to put me in a group, so uh, that's like 79. It had to be 78, 79, or 80, something like that. All right, all right. Yeah, I know that's when rap hit tough, man. And uh, I'll tell you what, we was uh, we was all mesmerized with that stuff. We got the same bringing up. We got the, you know, we got the same taste, you know, when it comes to this music. And, you know, it's amazing watching this industry, the way it's grown, you know, since we, since we were that age back in uh, 78, 79. So uh, let me ask you, how did you get the name Murder One? Well, it, it went through... Uh... The course of time, you know, when I first started, um, it wasn't a such thing as murder and, and, and no MC's name, you know. What You murdered people on the mic, but you wouldn't have no name as Murder One. You know, Murder One came through on the 87, 88 era, uh, actually 89 when NWA type of uh, music came out. And, uh, you know, in our organization at that time, we were full of number of lyricists, you know, and I, actually I was a lyricist back then, you know. Mm-hmm. Was in the battle rapping. So uh, when the organization got starts building up, I, I had to do something different because I didn't want to be this category the same K Reno or Klondike Cat, all the lyricists. So I had to find me an identity that works for me, and Murder One was the identity. So tell us about the battle rap scene in Houston when you were coming up. Oh, man. <laughs> we sit here all day, but I'm going to brief you to it. Uh, I, I come from Jesse H. Jones out of South Park, and uh, at that time, it was me, Gangsta Nip, Klondike Cat, uh, R.I.P.A.C. Chill, 
uh, we all went to school together. And you know, K Reno, Rapper K, GT, they went to school together at Sterling High School. And so the battle scene was every school had to go get somebody from the other school. And, uh, you know, before we came friends, we were battle enemies, you know, K Reno and uh, the uh, GTs and Rapper K's and that, man. And the battle scene was awesome because you wasn't MC unless you battled. You had to battle for recognition uh, to say you were the MC. And compared to what's going on today, you guys wouldn't even survive that battle. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I agree. Hey, do you credit the battle rap scene for Houston being so prosperous and so much competition in the rap game? Um, you know, from the early, uh, the uh, rappers, you know, during the hour time, yes, but it was a lot of more politics in it because it was more like my neighborhood was better than your neighborhood. So, you know, believe it or not, all areas of South Park, Houston, or whatever, they got their styles from the South Side, but they, they kind of changed it to the original style. You know, whatever the, whatever style they came from, they ate off the outside, you know, not no disrespect to the North. So tell us exactly when did you meet K Reno? <laughs> I met K Reno at the first battle uh, when him and Claudette Cat and Nip went at it, and that had to be uh, I'm, a, I'm a couple of years older than Reno, so I was going out my last year of school. So I had to meet, I met Reno in like '86. When did you become part of the South Park Coalition? Instantly. <laughs> uh, once we started vibing. Uh, yeah, uh, once we started vibing and uh, that first battle, me and uh, Reno got together and we talked about it because, you know, it's it's kind of hard when you go into another man's territory and, and win a battle or lose a battle because, you know, your fans, if you ain't, your fans not following you, you're going to lose that battle if you win, lose, or draw. It doesn't matter. And uh, we talked about uh, one of the battles that happened that way, man, and, man, we gravitate to each other and we, we, we started working. We was talent shows, we was radio stations, we was on the road, whatever it took. We were doing it. We all had the same mission. And so I instantly got in because I've done a lot, you know, in the music just besides rapping, you know. I think it's amazing how you see that, how South Park Coalition started as just like a high school crew, and then that high school crew brought in other high school crews, and now you guys are like worldwide. Everybody knows about you in Australia in England. Have you ever performed overseas? Uh, I had a chance to, uh, and the guy bagged out the finance. You know, I was like, I ain't going over there for nothing. <laughs> so I had, I had a chance. The guy still trying to bring me over. He was like, I can't pay you, but I can bring you over. And I was like, man, nah. you know, at that time, I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> I had opportunity, but I didn't do it. How has the rap game changed since you've been making music? Uh. Since I've been making music, you know, as, as an artist, and you know, this this should be no uh, nothing new. You know, at the time, the drug guy, the drug dealers was actually paying for the real rappers to rap. Now the drug dealers are the rappers, and, you know, and and no content, no subject matter. You know, everybody uh, feeding <laughs> off, uh, feeding, feeding off uh, each other. You know, like whatever they feel is hot, is hot. You know, everybody's not hot. I don't care who you are. I'm looking at the, how music has progressed or degressed over the years. Now, I know you started listening to um, the rap back in 78 or 77 when it first came out, but what did you grow up listening to? What was your What was your parents listening to when you was a child? Oh, well, you know, 
funny you say that because my family was uh, music oriented. You know, my 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 family played every instrument there was in in in, uh, in music. I just in, we listened to uh, Brick House. You know, music like Brick House, One Way, Roger Trotman. You know, farther back than that, Luther. You know, and you go farther and farther back. Uh, that's the type of music was played oh, yeah. in my house. Most, a, lot, a lot of Michael Jackson, of course. <laughs> you know. So uh and some Rick James, huh? Some Rick James. Oh yeah, of course. Rick yeah. James. Uh you know, it's just like there's <laughs> it's so many of the name, but my family was more R and B ish, you know what I mean? And it wasn't just one type of R and B. It was whatever at that time was jamming R and B wise, uh, we was on it. Exactly. You know what, man? We grew up the same way and they say, you know, in uh and most African American households our households, we grew up listening to music, and that's. It sounds like you grew up that the same way I did, with with your parents listening to that good music, and it's amazing to see how how we, you know, gravitated towards the rap. Because even my dad right. likes rap. My dad introduced me to Sugar Hill Gang, and um, he introduced me to Curtis Blow. And when that Run DMC came out, he was the Hello. first one to get it. I was listening to Run DMC, yeah, like like months before it ever hit. You know, the the streets out where I was living at the time. But um, see, I think once once NWA came along, that's when when my dad kind of fell off a of rap a little bit. But he did like that uh that mind playing tricks on me with the Ghetto Boys. He said, okay, I like that. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, so, it's, you know, it, it was. I, I think it was just more of the error, you know, at, at a certain time, you know, around that time, your, your dad was more of the same age as my dad, you know, maybe older or less, you know, younger. But uh, we had that depth because, you know, when I when I heard Chuck D, you know, I was a Ron DMC fan to the to, to death. But when I heard Chuck and the NWA came, oh, man, it, it opened my eyes and, and, and the wisdom of what can be done in this rap game. Exactly. That is one of my all-time favorites was Public Enemy, and that's why I'm keep trying to tell all these older rap fans about K Reno and what you guys are doing down there in Houston. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys got you guys are full uh, with everything. I mean, you got the lyrics, you got the content, and you got some the, the beats. I mean, you could tell a Houston Southern beat different from you know a beat from anywhere else. You know, so you know I just I just you know, like you guys' music. So what about when you talk about your whole family plays musical instruments, did you play any musical instruments? Well, I was the one that said, man, I don't need that. I was DJing at the time. So I was like, I don't need to learn how to play no guitar. I don't know how to play it. Man, I got these turntables. <laughs> and so I, I dealt with some turntables, and I started DJing clubs. And, like, I, I ventured out, like, every Friday I have a night where SVC coming at Smash. And at that time, you had Scarface coming in there. You had Muhammad 2G. A lot of cats that local had a platform at that time, like 89, 80, 89, 90, to come and showcase whatever talent they had and walk in and get straight to the mic. I wouldn't like the, the politics today. You have to have a hot record or you got to shoot the DJ 100, 200. I didn't have time for that because I, one thing I learned about DJing and being in music, a DJ can – put you on any spot in the club, any time in the club, if they know how to mix. What inspires you when it comes to making your music today? Uh, well, first, it's creativity. And uh, second, the, the, to watch other people enjoy what I enjoy and and still say I have it. You know what I mean? And I, you don't fell off and 
you you better than some of the cats coming today. And uh, that motivates me all the time, man. Just hear certain songs, and people are like, I'm hot, I'm hot. And I just say, okay, I need to create a song. And, no, you can be hot. You get hot behind behind that. That's how you get hot. You don't get hot behind because you're just a lyricist. We got lyricists so cold right now, it ain't even hot because they don't have the finance backing. It's anybody hot today is more rotation and finance. What are your musical influences? Oh man, who inspires? Like who do you who do you like? Yeah, I'm be honest. When I write, I like me, you know, <laughs> because uh, I I go back and be amazed at some of the stuff I say, you know, not knocking everybody else. You know, I love Chuck D. You know, Terrence One. I'm more into type of political type uh, rappers now. And, but, uh, you know, I inspire myself, man. I get there. If I don't have it, I don't write it. So I say me first and and what I what I think somebody going to love what I just did. I heard that. And with that being said, your song Critics with K. Reno is like the ultimate underground jam. What What <laughs> motivated you to make that song? <laughs> oh man, um, I, I think that's the one that came off Hood Element. You know, I'll I be I'll be lost with my songs, but I think Critic came off Hood Element. Uh, me actually, me and Wash, man. You know, uh, my my second half, my buddy. You know, my brother Wash off. You know, man, him. Uh, he been in the game a long time, and for us to just come with a song, we came with a group first. We came with a group called Hood Element because I want to expose Wash to the game. You know, Wash. Wash had many albums, but no one heard him. He never just went got that respect in the game. So critics came from me and Wash sitting here saying how people just judge mental on people. You know, uh, uh, South Park Coalition they don't have no they don't they they gangster. There's nothing positive about about it. But how can you say we're not positive? If you never had one of our albums. Right, exactly. I understand that. <laughs> That's the one that I still got my playlist right now. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, tell tell me, like, who are the artists that you feature on your album? Well, first is my family. They're gonna be South Park Coalition. You know, because yeah. they they yeah. they not they not on it. I'm not doing it. You know, I don't I don't I don't exactly. sit here and say, okay, yeah. man, uh, uh, LL Cool J, he's hot. I I look at I look at Cool J in the same situation. I mean, I'm an artist. He's an artist. He just have a bigger platform, but just because he had that, that don't motivate me to work with him. I, I, I like I like working with hungry people. That uh, another man can't tell them what to do, how to what to say. As you know by SPC, we are gonna say what we want to say, do what we want to do, and there ain't gonna be no no fight about it. It's just that's who we are. But uh, for my new album, I, do, I am working on a new album that I, I'm doing something different. Uh, it's, it's called Game. Given all my experiences, uh, me and Charlie Boy just did a song. Uh, about to do a song with Power Wall, and I'm, I'm about to do a song with uh, Big Pokey. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to that. So yeah, hit us up when you uh, when that album drops, man, so we can promote it and put it out there. Yeah, I'm no definitely problem. gonna be listening to yeah, it. No yeah. Um, what do you dislike about the industry? Well, it's, it's really the industry haven't changed at all. It's just the people change. You know if the industry is only going to uh, give you what you allow them to give you. Um, the people have definitely changed as we as we look in these. What do you think about the older rappers not supporting the younger rappers and the younger rappers not respecting the older rappers? That's something that I've noticed. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, we don't have that problem. So, you know, because they know we treat everybody equally. I don't care you knew or not knew. You know, we we go to events like now, like I was telling uh, Becky that we we get ready to go to an event that helping uh, a charity with somebody that's called us out the blue to help do this. So, I mean, we 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 in the streets for real. We don't see, we don't talk about it. We be about it. I heard that. Now, Houston, Texas has lost many great legends over the years that the next generation won't know about because they were underground artists and their name hasn't been kept alive by the mainstream media. What are some of the lost legends that you think these present younger generation artists should know? Man, it's it's so many. It's so many because, you know, yeah. Uh, we 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 have one, you know, AC Chill. May he rest in peace. You know, he we lost him early, and and we didn't have the platform like now of uh, the internet, and we wasn't taking a lot of pictures that back then, and 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 just use Wicked Cricket for example. Cricket can forever live because Cricket got so much footage of him from everybody in Texas. He'd never his, his legacy would never die. Right, yeah, those are those are two that I was thinking of right there because, um, you know, I still got the one AC Chill song uh, in my rotation uh, off of your album. Uh, what's my motherfucking name? Chill. Oh, chill. Yeah, yeah, you know sir. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's How the crazy part about it. He, he didn't really have a chance to let the world know who AC was because AC was a he was a notorious battler. He was notorious. You, yeah. you would never. He was so smooth, but you'd never think he's the one gonna chop your head off first. Wow. Yeah, I, I sure do hate when we when we lose these people young, man. What advice would you give to a new artist today? Man, I, I tell them first, respect your elders. Don't matter from your parents or the music industry. Go back and learn your music history of where you're from. Because you can't rep something you don't know nothing about, and, and stay humble and don't sell your soul. I mean, if you if you believe this is what you type of music you're gonna do, don't let me come change that. Just, just believe what you do and stick behind. It. That's right. I agree with that. Where can we find your music and your work at? Oh man, uh, we got this distributor out of Houston. We go through called SoSouth dot com. You can get it that way. Uh, you can go to uh, www.south.coalition.net. Uh, all our music will be there. Uh, it's kind of crazy that I have 100, uh, 100 Facebook names because of uh, uh, the name Murder One. But you can go to uh, Facebook and get me off of uh, SPCM1 uh, Thomas. I think it is, something like that. Uh, Murder SVC186 on Instagram. I mean, just just go to YouTube or just Google me. It's, it's going to show you everything. All right, all right. Well, do you have any last words for our audience? Man, uh, first I want to thank y'all for uh, inviting me to be here, you know what I'm saying? Because without you or the fans, we, we're nothing. So I want to appreciate whoever uh, listening to me and uh, still supporting what we believe in. Because if you believe in what we believe in, we believe in what you believe in because you will be listening to us. And I say keep supporting uh, the underground. 
because without the underground, the mainstream wouldn't even be here. So you know, and, and, I, I heard and that. The, I heard that. Yeah, and for and for the artists, it's enough for everybody to eat. We don't have to hate on nobody, man. This, the table is never full. It's just the table is always enough like a buffet. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, Murder One, we want to thank you. It's been an honor and a pleasure having you here at Graffiti Talk Radio. And thank you for joining us, brother. Peace. Yeah, appreciate it.